This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. to be interesting in five four <laughs> three oh, yeah. that doesn't add any pressure no that no. doesn't make it any any easier um guys yeah yeah it's weird that we're not in the same room now oh i agree i don't like it yeah Mm-mm. It seems so normal before, but now it's it's not the same. You know what I did notice, though? <laughs> what? Last episode, when we were all together, I was a chatty Kathy. You were? I think oh. so. I feel like I was, like, a bit too present on the podcast. Oh, I didn't <laughs> notice that. No. Uh, I felt like I was a little too enthusiastic. It's so weird because I listen to the show like I'm a fan, and I'm like, that Matteo guy, he's, someone's got to put a cork in him. What is up with Matteo this way? Oh. <laughs> this fella, every time. No, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, I Tucker know. wouldn't know. He's, I would. he's long-time, long-time recorder. Never listener. <laughs> oh, come on. Wait, Tucker, do you not listen to the episodes when long, they're done? Long time not listener. I love uh, yeah, no, I don't listen to them. I'm dead. I take notes. <laughs> wow. No, I just skip through, make sure everything's synced up. If there's any issues, I take note of it at the time so I can go fix it. And then... uh Pretty much just just put it out. Well, listen, Slap I highly, I highly, all that. I got to say, I recommend our podcast to you. Oh, <laughs> I can't stand that one guy, <laughs> <laughs> the real chatty one. All right, listen to me. No, 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 no. The other one, the, the other one real chatty one. That chick that sounds like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh Guys, what? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We thought you had something important to tell us. No? Well, whatever it was that you were going to say is not what we're going to talk about. (laughs) But we should probably just for a second, because we did kind of have, like, I took a little extra time releasing the last episode mm-hmm. and this one's probably going to be, you know, a little bit, but we should say we were together because of, uh, you were up here in Boise for tree fort, right. uh, mm-hmm. for comedy fort. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to podcast again. Yeah. But Jinx got horribly sick. I was then dying for dying a few days, for like four days, just throwing up. Non-stop. Yeah, it was for awful. four days mm-hmm. until was she ended up ever. in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Where they? It was serious they business. Fluids. Yeah, they checked under the hood that. and got got all my fluids changed. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, and we expected we expected that we would have we were going to have a chance to do more. Yeah podcasting and we didn't get to do that true yeah that was unfortunate that one was supposed to be one for the bank yeah that was supposed to be like oh we're a week ahead now (laughs) jinx got sick from some bum sushi or oysters i should say that we had and um maybe i don't know uh seems like you got gluten i might have got glutened what Mm-hmm. Although, I feel like it might have been a combo. It could have been a double whammy. I think it was a double whammy. Mm, fascinating. Because okay. um, I've never, I mean, I've seen some pretty rough glutening, Sonia, but, yeah, but that, that one was pretty, was pretty crazy. Bad, pretty bad. And it came on real fast. 
Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that restaurant that I thought it happened at was the one that Jinx recommended. And I was so happy that it wasn't me because I would have felt just terrible. Uh, Me too. I would have felt really bad if one of you had been like, how about this one? Because I would have been like, sure. Because the one time we went there, it was good. Oh, man. Mm Mm-mm. Never again. Not that, and not those espresso martinis. Oh God! Oh man! Bless those were terrible. With the salt on the rim. Oh God! Anyway. Anyway. Okay. The, we're not here That's to talk. Not, about that's not that. what we're here to talk Although about. I did, <laughs> I did think it should be mentioned. Mm-hmm. The band is now back together, albeit from different yep, right. sides of the country. But here we are. Here we go. We did it. Woo! Nevertheless. We did it. Yes. That's Jinx just sliding junior mints out of onto the table, which is probably can't sounds hear it. great. You can't hear any of it. I could hear okay. it. Okay. So <laughs> I heard it. We're here to talk about Three's Company uh, season four, episode nine. Chrissy's hospitality. hospitality. Such a stupid you name. Mean that one? God, it is. It is really. I could never stupid. remember it. I kept being like, "Oh, it's because it doesn't make sense." Yeah. Um, I just didn't okay, think they so, would go so literal. Come on. Yeah. Crazy sauce. It's a bad title. It's real bad. It's real bad. Um, last week you predicted. <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> Let's see what happens here. To make some extra money. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Rents. Oh, there. Uh, Jack goes away for a weekend fling, and the girls decide to rent his room out for the weekend to make oh. some extra money. And then Lana comes looking for Jack and tells Furley that another man is in Jack's bed. Furley threatens to kick him out. Great episode. Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. That was good. good. That was really good. Yeah. Um, that's not what happens. That's not but at all what happens in this episode. This is a very special Oh my Three's God. Company. This was a very special episode of Three's Company. Yeah. It has, well, we'll get to it. We'll just. On a very special. It has a new uh, commercial break. Uh, send you into a very somber commercial break. It was a somber yeah. commercial okay. break. Yeah. So this aired um, November 13th, right. 1979. So kind of like right before Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Like a cozy time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we get into it? Should yeah. We start, mm-hmm. start the episode? Let's do okay. it. Um, we start out in the bathroom of the apartment mm-hmm. and the girls are trying to hang a shower curtain. And they're taking down like the world's heaviest double shower curtain <laughs> yeah. that ever existed. Chrissy's like up on, up on a stepladder or something. And I don't know. She's, she's, in she's the just tub. up on the tub mm-hmm. and Jan's down below. And then Jack comes in and um, they're like, hey, you should have asked if we were decent. All that. And he's like, I already looked to see if you were decent. Ha-ha. <laughs> and then Janet's like, Hey, why don't you help Chrissy hang the shower curtain? I gotta get something out of the oven. Mm-hmm. And he says, Well, when did you take up cooking? She says, No, I'm drying my underwear. Have you ever heard is, of this? this? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is this a TV thing or yeah. is this a thing? I mean, I think it's a thing. I think people did it. You think people actually I dried think their underwear in the oven? People actually did that sometimes. Have you ever done that? When? No. No. I've never just had oh. wet underwear lying around. But I feel that like that needed you know, to be baked. That needed to be baked. Especially young people like this that don't have laundry facilities. Maybe they would uh, rinse out a pair. And like yeah, rinse out a pair. God, wash it in the sink. And then, I don't know. Either Maybe. just get some new underwear or go to the laundromat. Yeah, if you're going to wash yeah. one pair, you might as well wash them all, for heaven's sake. Unless, I guess, if you run out. But I mean, then, get your life together. 
Guys, yeah. don't don't judge Janet. No, I'm just saying either it's time <laughs> to go to the laundromat or you need more underwear. Maybe, maybe they don't have quarters. I feel it is acceptable running low on money that week. to cure your laundry on the couch, however. I will say that. It's required. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we've already established this. Yeah. this is, it's <laughs> some, some cheering over there right That's now. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. There's some um, new stuff I even brought out of the drawers <laughs> and then left there. Right. Uh, That's great. So Janet goes to get her underwear out of the oven. Mm-hmm. And ding dong. Mm-hmm. She goes and answers the door, and it's Furley. And he's there. Uh, this is not a social call. He is there on business, and he wants to speak to the man of the house. Right. Unless he's too busy painting his nails. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> because he's gay. Oh, man. And um, so Janet just says he's in the bathroom. And she goes to the kitchen while Furley stands to wait for Jack. And so then he starts hearing... Jack and Chrissy from the bathroom and misconstruing everything. It starts with, I'll get in the tub with you and we can get it on. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And then we're off it's to the, the races. Old, let's get it on bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but I have to say, this is probably the best written of all of these. What do you call them? Let's get Double on. entendre Misconstru- misconstruances. Yeah, yeah because uh, it was really funny. And Don Knotts has to have the best reactions to it I've ever seen anybody do. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He's facing so hard. He's just full on face acting. Just eyes. What did you and call it? Eyes forward. Eyes out. Eyes forward. <laughs> uh, yes. He's a very eyes forward performer. He is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're, you know, I don't think it'll reach. Well, you got to unfold it Gosh, first. That was so yeah. great. Things like this. And he is just like, what? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you can't believe it because it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so then Janet comes in. She said, he's over there facing, just going crazy. And Janet's like, Mr. Furley, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a really uh, a funny moment. It was like, really it's a real moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and then uh, he says, what are they doing? And then Jack comes out. He's like, what's going on? And he's like, how'd you get dressed so fast? <laughs> Just assuming. Yeah, and then Chrissy comes in, and he's like, how'd you get dressed so fast? And they're like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And Janet's like, you know, rub-a-dub-dub, one foot in my tub. And he's like, what are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? <laughs> Jack was so bothered. And then finally, he's like, I know what he was, what you were doing in there. And finally, someone's like, hang a shower curtain? Mm-hmm. And it dawns on him, and he's so ashamed of himself. Can't remember why he came up there. Oh, yeah, I totally forget. He forgets his business. Oh boy! Then he leaves, and then Chrissy goes back in the bathroom. Well, Jack's going to help her, yeah. and Janet's going to do whatever she was doing. But then Jack's out there still talking, right? And Chrissy falls, mm-hmm. slips, hits her head. And really, really cathunks it. Yeah, really cathunks <laughs> You hear it, like that that raw melon sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not it's funny. Really, it's pretty it's funny. It was pretty disturbing. It was pretty disturbing. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like that sound. Oh, never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so she's got a big goose egg on her That's head. That's what Janet calls it. She's kind of like, oh. And so they imme- immediately are like, you should go to bed. <laughs> okay. This was such a problem for me. I was like, wait, what? That is the last thing you're supposed to do. That's why everybody died. That's why everybody died. Man, the 70s. Right? That's what we thought too. Yeah, everyone died We were in like, the 70s. oh my God, no, do not lay down and go to bed. Odds are if you were alive in the 70s, you're dead. Yeah, I remember like whenever my – because I wasn't a really like physical kid. Oh, yeah, it's so true. 
Um, when I wasn't a really physical kid, but my brother <laughs> would constantly bang his head. And so my parents would have to come into the room at mm-hmm. night and they'd like slap him awake. And they're like, oh, are you, are you alive? And I'd get so freaked out. And oh, I'd be like, gosh, this dumb kid, quit banging your head. Uh, oh my Did God. you ever do that? Did you ever? To, I mean, I'm sure your kids must have bonked their heads a couple of times. Uh, I mean, our kids aren't very adventurous. I broke glass over my head. What? Times oh. And had to get stitches. Several yeah. times. Several times. Once it was like a ceramic flower pot. Once it was fiberglass sheets. And another time it was just like a piece <laughs> were of you, Were you performing vaudeville sketches? Nope. Just hanging out at home. <laughs> and yeah, and sure. around our house. <laughs> what? what is your house? I don't know. The garage especially was it's, full of it's things. It's like clown college over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a lot like it. That was a lot like it. So I had to get stitches. Yeah. And one time it was because we were playing Bible and we had we were slaves that were like trapped in Egypt and like, oh man, there, and we were that's, like that's being epic. Punished. And um, oh. and the fiberglass fell and broke over my Jinx head. Jenkins, it was big time. Nice. Got stitches and everything. A lot of that. Yeah. Anyway, sure. Anyway, back to Chrissy and her yeah. problem. Let's talk about her head trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all going to go to bed early because that's the best thing to do. Yeah, it's for injury. nobody to be aware or paying attention yeah. to Chrissy Honestly, I was – sorry. Janice. I was surprised that they could feel a bump under all of that hair, which by the way, oh, double yeah. pigtail ponytails this week that were tied – I, it looked like they tied them, like she tied her hair with her hair. Yeah, yeah. It was like Is wrapped that, around. Do, do do people do that? That seems like painful. Yeah, oh, I, I just did that when you were here. You did. Well, you didn't uh-huh. look like a pinata. I'll tell you that. I had it up in the front, and I had my hair tied <laughs> wrapped around funny. it. Yeah. yeah. This is my Chrissy hairdo. Um. But Janet's underwear is burning, so she runs out to get her underwear. Oh, right. And uh, so then it's it's later, and it's dark. It's the middle of the night, apparently. Mm-hmm. And Jack comes out of his room. I don't understand this part at all. And Chrissy is standing outside I've never the seen her out there, ever. Door open. No. No. And Jack's like, what are you doing? And she's out there, mind you, in like a crotch-length, frilly petticoat and a pair of ruffled panties. Yeah, this is her, like, four-year-old. That's what she sleeps in. Yes, her pajamas. Did women really wear those frilly panties? I've seen little girls wear them over their diapers. Yeah, I had them when I was a little girl, but I have not owned them as an adult. However, if I saw them somewhere as an adult right now, I would buy Dad. them. Dad! <laughs> Wait, but would, why? Because you because it's them. cute? Huh. I'm yeah, dead. Cute. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll get some frillies. <clears throat> All right. Sure. Yeah, get some frilly panties, everybody. Frilly panties all around, everybody. Three orange whips. Three orange whips. Um, so Chrissy's standing outside. Jax is like, go back to bed, Chrissy. You just had a horrible head injury. Yeah. Get back in bed. Go to sleep. Get in a deep sleep, a deep, Chrissy. deep sleep that you'll never wake from. Please. Get better that way. And so he he picks her up. He's going to carry her into he Picks her up bed. like a baby getting married. Like a baby getting married. Oh, Francie used to say to me, "Every uh, it was like from the bath. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, she'd like we'd dry her off mm-hmm. and we'd wrap the towel around her, and then she'd go, carry me like a baby getting married.' <laughs> and I'd say, Baby, she said that. I'd say, Baby's so cute. Yeah, yeah. like every time. Every and I time. said, I'd say, Babies don't get married, and she'd say." This baby does. <laughs> yeah. And then I carry her into what bed. What a sassafras. 
Yeah. yeah. They'd say Aww. it all the time. Yeah. She's a cutie. Cute. Just remembered that the other night. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's how Jack was carrying her. Yeah, he was like carrying her like a baby getting, getting married. married. And uh, <laughs> she had the panties to match. And so Furley comes in right then, you know, of course. Oh, boy. Sure. And just when Jack's saying something about getting her to bed or whatever, and he's like, well, now I've caught you red-handed. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're like, no, it's not what it looks no, like, Mr. Furley. And he's like, what else could it be? Yeah. And then Janet comes out. Yeah. And uh, she says, I thought we were all going to bed together. <laughs> right. Thanks, Janet. <laughs> Thanks, Janet. And Furley says, this is a respectable place. No, no Roman, Roman orgies. orgies. Well, I guess there's other kinds of orgies that are completely acceptable, evidently. Yeah, mm-hmm. different kinds of orgies, but no Roman ones. Nope. And then he storms out, having forgotten again why, why he there. came up in the first place. And uh, so then at this point, uh, Chrissy starts like, Swaying like she's gonna faint. Yeah, Janet, Janet, and Jack are having like an argument, kind of a thing, and and not really paying attention to her, and she starts like she's going down. Yeah, and they, you know, <clears throat> catch her, and they're like, you know, maybe we should take get her to the hospital. Yeah, and so then they're like, Jack's they have a like, whole thing with Jack's like. Yeah, <laughs> Jack's like, you call the cab. I'll get her dressed. And Janet's like, no, I'm not, not doing that. And he's like, right, right, right. I'll get her dressed. God. You call the cab. Yeah. She's like, okay, okay. Is it? And then, uh, and she's is like, it weird because she's like got a head injury that like he's trying to make moves on her? Mm, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? 1979. And Chrissy's in the hospital bed, and it's uh, it's a very dark, quiet hospital. Yeah, like the whole hospital, the yeah. hallways and everything are like super dark and yeah. quiet. It's the inside. Well, this is where we begin the very and, special uh, episode. Yeah, right. You're right. And so uh, Jack goes to find the doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. And the nurse. Let's see here. Nurse comes in, and oh, this is the Chrissy Snow bit. But this is our first uh, Paddykins. That's the right. The first played nurse. by actress yeah. Ruth yeah. Manning, who yeah. was born in 1920 in New York City. New York City. New York, New York City. City. Um, get a roll. Save it for the commercial break. <laughs> uh, now she gets her start all the way back in 1951. On a TV series called Crime with Father. Then she, in 1952, Whoa. she's on Guiding Light. Uh, and then, in, uh, so from 52, gosh, all the way to 75, she's only got three episodes. It's almost 20 plus years, right? Uh, but then she finally makes it on All in the Family, and where she plays Aunt Rose. And then she's also in Barnaby Jones. Uh, she's in a show called The Practice, but not the same practice that we all know from ABC. And she's on Maude, oh. Lou Grant, spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore, The Jeffersons, The Bionic Woman, Rhoda, another <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore spinoff. Um, she gets on Three's Company in 79, and this is her first appearance on Three's Company. She'll be back uh, in 1981, where she plays another character named Harriet oh. Hadley. So she made a really good impression on the uh, – yeah. Oh, she was also in the movie Devil and Max Devlin. Do you guys remember that? Oh yeah, and in '84. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Is that um, Elliot Gould and yeah, Bill Cosby? So crazy. Then in '84, yeah. she's in the Facts of Life. She's in Hotel, Remington Steel, Newhart, 
she's on Night Court in 1989. MacGyver. She's on the show Ellen. Uh, and then she makes an appearance on ER. And her last... She's on two episodes of ER, uh, two different, playing two different characters in 2000 and 2002. And her last uh, part is in 2004. She's in a short film. And then, unfortunately, she passes away in 2004. But what a lady in our living room for uh, close to four or five decades there. Ruth Manning. All right. I mean, I couldn't name one thing Ruth Manning was in. But as soon as I saw it, I knew it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I didn't know what she'd done, but I was like. Ruth Manning? From The Devil and Max (laughs) Devil? The Devil and Max Devil. Um. (laughs) <laughs> so she comes in and she's uh getting chrissy's information kind of and uh she, she asks for her full name which is christmas snow this is where we learn her full name is christmas is this where it's introduced? oh really oh we, we knew it because knew jinx yeah, told us did her dad talk about it or something yeah, yeah we knew but i don't think we've talked about it i mean huh. i don't think the show is fascinating oh crazy um, so yeah, and there's a whole bit here, and ultimately she's like, "Oh, uh, Christmas snow, sure, <laughs> yeah, you got hit in the head, I see." Because yeah. um, it's too kooky to be named Christmas Snow, and of course, Chrissy's, Chrissy's doing a lot of material. Yeah, Chrissy's really. Yeah, I can't tell like if it's like the head hey, injury or not. You know what? Everything's an well. open mic. <laughs> I'm not going to adopt that attitude, done. by the way. <gasps> no, it's terrible. I, I, I can get really sticky and... sometimes. <laughs> so the nurse leaves, and then Janet's like, I, I don't know why she leaves, but she exits too. Yeah. And goes to the hallway, and Jack and the doctor meet Janet. Uh-huh. And he tells them that they're running some tests. Yeah. They won't know until morning right. the results. But, uh, you know, they're hoping for a an inner ear disturbance. Inner ear disturbance. But that it could be cranial hemorrhage. Or a clot. Or a clot. Jesus and Christ, that could be Chrissy. The worst. And it would mean the worst. The worst. And this doctor (laughs) that you're about to tell us about is so He was dramatic. Uh, This was an actor named Keen Curtis. Keen. K-E-E-N-E. Keen Curtis, born in 1923 in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, He gets his start all the way back in 1948. Uh, but between 48 and 1970, he isn't back on television, which is such a big, huge break. And I, same thing with this other lady that we just talked about. She had like a 20 year break in her career too. And I'm wondering if it was like Hollywood blacklist stuff, but anyway, yeah. So then, uh, he's a a voice of dark on the TV series, dark shadows in 1970. And then we see him on an episode of mash as Colonel Wartman in 1974 He's on an episode of Hawaii Five O, Sanford and Son, Beretta. He's on an episode of The Jeffersons, Wonder Woman, Quincy M. E. Eight is enough. He plays some uh, some voices on Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo in 1979, and uh, now he's actually going to come back in another episode of Three's Company. So two semi permeable semi permanent patties uh, this week. Yeah, he'll come back in eighty one uh, playing a character named Andrew Gaynor, so we'll have to keep an eye out for him then. Oh Andrew Oh, I don't think we'll miss <laughs> No, we couldn't possibly. This this knockoff dollar store store you brenner. Yeah for sure. Oh, nice, nice <laughs> come on. Trapper John uh, MD, Mark and Mindy, Heart to Heart Benson, uh, The Dukes, which is a TV, uh, which is a cartoon based on the Dukes of Hazard. He's on an episode of Knight Rider. He's on uh, Night Court. He's in The Smurfs, Newhart, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, the cartoon series based based on the movie. 
Uh, he's on an episode of The Little Mermaid, the TV series, the cartoon series based on the movie. Uh, he's on an episode of Cheers, Full House, ER, Coach, Caroline in the City, The Jeff's Foxworthy Show, Touched by an Angel, Allie McBeal, Party of Five. Uh, and then his last... How many? How much percentage of time do you think the doctor? <laughs> so many times. Uh, and then his final appearance on television is in 2017 so on an episode of Ned and Stacy. And then he dies five years later in 2002. What the hell's Ned and Stacy? Is that like a ripoff? Like you don't remember Ned and, Ned and Stacy? Ned and Stacy is about. Is a show about? Uh, well, so. Ned and Stacy get married one week after they meet. He marries her to get a promotion. She marries him because she can't find a place to live and likes his apartment. She hates his self-righteous attitude. He doesn't like her redecorating his living room. Will their marriage actually result in love? Will Ned finally figure out that those people he talked to at their <laughs> wedding are Stacy's parents? Oh, so dumb. God. Yeah, this was a sitcom, a sitcom? starring Deborah Messing. Yeah. Um, mm. Thomas Hayden oh, Church. Wow. You oh, may recognize God. Greg German from oh. uh, German, sorry, J- Greg German from Ally McBeal. Uh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> is this pre Will and Grace? This is pre Will and Grace. Or yes. post Will and Grace. Oh. Wow. All right. Weird. Then the Stacy, and it runs. Show. Sorry, yeah, it runs okay. for seven so, seasons, so it was a pretty popular show there. Crazy, but but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, <laughs> no, we're not here to talk about Stacy. Chrissy could die, guys. Chrissy right, could die. Guys, Chrissy is, and Jack and Jan are like, holy shit, <clears throat> and they're standing there and just completely like their friend might die. What and are we that's gonna do they're trembling even. Yeah. And we go to commercial. With no joke. No. No laugh. And this is the first time Chrissy that we've gone to commercial die. without a laugh line. Which is so crazy. I wonder why they did that this episode. Yeah. Like what got into them? It's very special. It's very special. You know what? They it's probably ran out of cocaine. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the so come down episode. Gross. Um, so commercials. Oh, Vianetta. Mm. Did we? So we have previously discussed Vianetta. I feel like have we? What's Vianetta? We have Mario. It feels like it. It's like an ice cream cake, but it's not cake. Oh, we did talk okay. about that. Myers has created a spectacular ice cream dessert called Vionetta. But despite its delicious premium ice cream with its irresistible crisp Ew. chocolatey layers, Vionetta could leave you with one small problem. You keep coming up with an empty bowl. Wow, that was so sexual. Yeah, yeah. It was Vianetta. It was grown-up ice cream for grown-ups. Anyway, they started selling it at our local grocery outlet, and friend of the show, Alicia, got one. When? Got her hands on a Vianetta. Yeah. And... They're Just still like selling Vianetta and had to. Girl, I'm dead. Yes. This is, you know. She said, she texted me. She said it was so good that she had to stop what she was doing. Come on. To tell me that she, it was just unexpected. She was like, come this on. Is delicious. Vianetta. Vianetta. I'll tell you where they found it. They, they actually pulled them out of. This, they went back to the 1970s. Like that's how long that lasts. Because I, I can't imagine there's anything organic about Probably. Vianetta at all. <laughs> no, couldn't be. They had different. If it flavors. tastes like the 70s, mm. oh god, that was in 1994. Yeah. Oh, that was from 94. I want to be That was. It looks like yeah, it was from 94. Then there's one oh, here from 92. 
There's one from 87. The 87 one, I think, is the one I remember. Does it have that that porno saxophone in it? Let's, let's check it out. Because it's more... Self-employed maximizes oh, potential just an ad before our ad. Hold on. Uh, 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 don't well, maximize your Sponsored by... Introducing a spectacular new ice cream dessert called Dianetta. But despite its deliciously rich ice cream, its irresistible crisp chocolatey layers, Dianetta could leave you with one small problem. It's the same. It's the same song. Yeah. Oh, from Good Humor. So it was from oh. Good Humor, and then Briars bought Good Humor. Ah. And then it was re-released in the nineties by Briars. Ah. Wait. So. And now. What is it made Now of? who is releasing it? It's like if you had, you know, that chocolate, that chocolate shell, shell that, you, that they dip like, your. Crispy ice cream cone chocolate shell. Yeah. 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 It's like it's like really yeah. thin layers of, of ice cream alternated okay. with chocolate. Like vanilla shell. ice cream. Yes, in, in this case, this one was vanilla, but they also have like a mint one and mint. a toffee one, I think. So it's just like, yeah. So it's just like layers of ice cream and chocolate so that when your fork goes down through it, it's like snap, 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 snap. Mm. That sounds naughty. Yeah. Delicious. I'm going to get one. Vianetta? I'm going to get one. All right. I, Vianetta. Well, I, you don't I don't even know if this is held in California. I'm really curious. I might go on a quest. <clears throat> It's 2020 something. You can get a Vianetta anywhere. Some restaurant somewhere. We can find one. Okay. Should we go back to the kids' apartment? Yeah, that's where they. That's where they come in. That's where Janet and Jack arrive back from the hospital in the middle of the night, worried, sick. Uh, Janet still has on her nighty and has like a. Straight up trench coat. Yeah, and then when she goes to sit on the couch, she like flashes everyone. Like I was like, "Why are you doing that?" Oh, also, why didn't she just put on pants before they went to the hospital? Yeah, that's what I did. After all, they didn't really care that much about Chrissy. They were like, "Head injury, go to bed." Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! So now she—they're worried they won't be able to sleep. I mean, they're too worried, and they start uh, very special episoding on the couch where they're reminiscing about oh my Chrissy God. as if she's already dead. Jack even says, "Like she was a great that one, got, wasn't that she?" That part got yeah. pulled out of something. Is is I can't believe I said that. The reminiscing, yeah. Oh, because really? in really? the version I saw, like they only special oh, moment at each other by the phone. They were standing, <clears throat> and the next thing you know is Jack's headed oh, to the door, yeah. open yeah. it, because ding dong. Well, it's, yeah, it's all you missed was a couple of like uh, Chrissy, little Chrissy stories. stories that then just like well, and then she said oh, boy. this, which was a Chrissyism, you know. And then they laugh about it. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so knock, knock, Furley's there. And a okay. great costume change. Yeah. Oh, what is that? his, like, sex ninja? Asian. Yeah, he's in, like, his Asian gay pajamas. Oh, yeah, his sex ninja pajamas. This is so crazy to me. Like, have you guys ever had, like, internationally themed pajamas? Come on! Um... Yeah. I remember like that seeing that made me be like, oh man, remember how like ubiquitous it seemed like that Car- kind of like stuff was. Karate pajamas. And like That's and then true. Come on. Yeah. 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 I've had a couple of kimonos. I mean I had I mean as a little boy you I had did? Yeah. Um, That's so cute. Pajamas. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, big yeah, I karate kid and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
uh, karate was a big deal. It was the whole ninja craze uh, in the eighties. It's all those yeah. ninja movies. Yeah, um, karate was huge. It was and huge. GI Joe was and the ninja was the yeah yeah. So there was a lot of it. A lot of ninjas. A lot of martial arts. Yeah, going on in the eighties. <laughs> Well, in the '80s, but yeah, I guess I guess karate was also really big in the '70s. After all, everybody was kung fu fighting. True. Yeah, yeah. A lot of white kids bonking their eyes out. Yeah, Yeah. great. A lot of them. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Furley comes in wearing this number, (laughs) and uh, he's remembered. Well, he's going to tell him, but he's, he like, comes up in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's like the middle of the night. They're just and back from the hospital. Then they tell him, you didn't see what you thought you saw earlier. Right. And in fact, Chrissy's in the hospital. For your information. For your information, landlord. And um, so Furley's naturally worried sick of about course. Chrissy. And forgets this why is, he came up there again. It's a bit. The, like the whole thing with Furley yeah. is that he, he'll go from like, you know, hothead blowhard in one moment to absolutely like defeated worry war in the next. He's like a rice noodle. Like he, because he, he's all he can be all stiff and snappy, and then you just drop him in the boiling water, and you just. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all. Oh, it's I'm just gonna start like calling people bravado. Don't be such a rice noodle. He's a real sweetheart. <laughs> I'm gonna try to sell this. Okay, great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he can't remember. Blah blah blah. He goes out. So then we're back at the hospital. It's the next morning, and the doctor is in the room with Chrissy, mm-hmm. and he's you know she's fine, and uh, she's going to get to go home soon, and then uh, nurse number Our two, third, third Patrick, yes, enters. Our third Paddikins uh, is an actress right. named Hope Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a actress, dancer, vocalist, choreographer uh, who actually began her career performing in West Side Story. In fact, she was okay. in, in a bunch of other Broadway shows um, huh? in, in her career, but uh, she gets her start all the way back in 1968 on an episode of NYPD. Uh, she goes on to be in The Jeffersons in 1977, Good Times in 1978, What's Happening, two episodes in 77 and 78, uh, she's on an episode of The Ropers in 79 as Dr. Young. Uh, heart to Heart. And then oh, she's three. Oh. That's right. And then she's oh, on Three's Company as now. second nurse. Good for her. Um, <laughs> then she's on, yes, oh, Hill Street Blues. She she's oh. on Amen, which is uh, the Her- Sherman Hemsley show where he's a. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved oh, Amen. God, I so love what a great show. Yeah. Uh, then she's on an. It yes, was in the Golden Girls two two seven lineup wasn't yeah. it? It was oh two two seven another great show. And then uh, she's on law and uh, th- sorry three episodes of Law and Order uh, as two different judges and a character named Mrs. Marbury from nineteen ninety six to two thousand two. And then her last um, her last credits in two thousand four mm-hmm. on on a show called Men Without Jobs. And uh, then she hasn't had any more after that, but she's still uh, she's still alive and hopefully still dancing out there somewhere. Well, good. A judge and yeah. a doctor. Uh, good for her. She really did it. Um, and she brings Chrissy a second tray of food. Mm-hmm. And it's good to breakfast. see Chrissy's overeating come back. Yeah, finally. Because I thought they'd abandoned it. I thought, what happened to Chrissy stuffing herself all the time? Yeah, what happened? And here it is. It's back. So, you know, good for them. (laughs) Good for them. Good for them for remembering (laughs) that she has another characteristic. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so then, uh, but she is fucking killing with this dog. Oh my gosh, she's crushing. Everything she says, he is laughing. So, uh, oh, oh, Chrissy, <laughs> so marvelous. <laughs> Oh. She goes, you know what I was thinking about? He goes, I can barely wait. <laughs> he sits down on the bed with her and she starts talking about how she was thinking about how how practical God was when he oh, put our bodies God. together. Put her put her shoulders on top of her arms. Uh, yeah, like put yeah, put put her hands at the end of arms. Because if they hadn't because they hadn't, they'd be they'd up by their shoulders. Their shoulders. And uh she does like three of those and he, this is all so that he can keep just laughing and laughing and laughing. So he's crying to set up this whole thing, but it's so strange because he's so (laughs) crazy about it. And it's, I don't know. It's It's completely bizarre, but she does like a good, you know, Five minutes or something, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and he's he's crying. He's got a, his handkerchief out, and so then we go to the hallway, and Jack and Janet have returned to the hospital, and they ask the second nurse uh, if uh, there had been any news on the tests, and she said, and she very solemnly is like, yes. <laughs> yes, but maybe the doctor should tell you. She's just being professional. Yeah, but it's it's got a tone to it. It does have a tone. Nobody's, nobody's acting the way they should in these right. situations. Right. They're all, like, just over the line of, like, oh, I understand how this could um, be misconstrued. But only if you go out of your way to say it exactly no. that way and no one ever would. Right. You know? Right. It's like all of it is like that. <laughs> That's why we love it. Do we love it? Yeah. I mean, it's fine, fine, fine. They had to do thing right. and it, fine. She was very enthusiastic, <laughs> I'll say that. She was selling those lines like her life depended so, on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So then the doctor comes out and he's crying, wiping his uh, oh. his eyes, and um, they're like, "Doctor, how how is Chrissy?" And he says, "Again, here we oh, go. <laughs> she could go at any time. Like, what oh. else do you think someone's gonna think? Yeah, what could you, you possibly? Have it's ridiculous. Have meant. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that girl." And then he, like, walks away as if he's, like, crying. Crying. Not that he was laughing so hard he was crying. Yes. He walks away as if he's just crying because he's going to miss her. So then the inference is made that Chrissy is dying at any minute. So Jack and Janet steal themselves and go into the room with Chrissy, who could go at any minute. They're so brave. And Chrissy's stand, sitting there, all chipper. Oh boy. And now they misconstrue everything. And this is one of my favorite parts was when, because they're, they're both like, oh, Chrissy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is there anything you want to do? And she's just so, you know, thankful to everybody and coming off right. so great. And they're just like, oh, Chrissy. You're so strong. And it's pretty funny. And then... They're kind of having a pause, and she goes, well, it's almost done. <laughs> There's something. It's almost over. It's almost over. Pretty soon, this hospital and worrying about me, it'll all be a memory. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, mean, I have that, to say, of all the misconstrued funny. bits um, that we've ever had, these are actually and, the most tightly written uh, both, both the one at the top of the show in the in the bathtub, and then this one here with yeah. these guys. I was really impressed. I was like, "We have done this bit how many times?" And this was like one of the funniest ones. Yeah, and it's still yeah. working. Yeah, yeah, this one was good. Um, and so Jack and Janet excuse themselves to the hallway, 
and uh, they have to gather themselves. They have to gather themselves, and this is when uh, Furley comes uh, down the hallway with some flowers. Impeccably dressed yet again. Yeah, kind of a, was it a gold? It was like yellowish a gold suit. suit. Yeah, not gold like metallic, but like right gold like corn. Yeah, a corn colored suit he's wearing with a matching ascot. Yes. It's looking sharp. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's like, the doctor told me about Chrissy. Make sure these go with her. <laughs> You're worried about where the flowers are going? <laughs> they say. Yeah, it's no use leaving them behind. Ugh. So then, you know, they misconstrue. By the way, and then you guys ever uh, taken like hospital flowers? Uh huh. Um, Even when you had the babies, I've never gotten hospital flowers. Yeah, I don't. I think well, because I was in the hospital for like four days, and we took them. So I think they either died already, or maybe we we took took them home. But also, if you have a lot, then you're like, well, here, the one time, flowers like, to other people. Yeah. My cousin was in the hospital, and she had tons of flowers, and she, and the nurse came, and she's like, do you want me to just get rid of these? And she's like, oh, my gosh, would you? And she's like, they're all gone. I was like, whoa, that's so much money in flowers they're just going to throw out. Oh, my God. Wow. It's for real. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. They should at least give them to other patients. Although, I guess, yeah. like, don't maybe have any flowers, flowers carry disease from yeah. one room to the neck. <laughs> now every time I see like a Disease. hospital bedroom scene with flowers in it, all I can ever think about is how she threw um, away all those flowers from my cousin's hospital room. Any hooters, neither here nor there. <laughs> so then Chrissy comes out of the room, and Janet's like, "Chrissy, you should really be in bed, shouldn't you?" And she's like, "Wow," and and. They continue to misconstrue until the doctor comes along. Mm-hmm. He's like, Chrissy, you're still here? The <laughs> hospital's for, for sick people. <laughs> Not well. And um, and they're like, wait, are you saying? She's fine. She's well. We it was just an inner ear disturbance. All and, you uh, ever hoped for. And then... Uh, Janet faints. Well, Janet's all like explaining, like, and then we oh, were right. worried about this, and then that happened, and then you were. She was trying to pretend that Jack was the I, one Jack that was, was freaking out. Jack was freaking out. I was she fine. Wasn't. I was calm, cool, and collected, and then she faints. And then she faints. Jack's holding her, and Furley sees this and like, don't you ever stop? Ugh. And then they all ru- chase each other around. Nail run back into the bed. <laughs> Jack the almost drops. Room. He carries Janet upside down back into the hospital room. It's ridiculous. It's just. <laughs> Benny Hill <laughs> comes <laughs> out. And. Oh boy. And then there's a then there's a tag scene. Tag scene. Where uh, they're back at the apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, Janet's clearing the table uh, from dinner. They have the table out. Yeah. And they've had a big dinner. There's a lot of plates. They're using a lot of plates, I thought. I think Jack must have made a big celebratory dinner. Oh, he must have. And she's like, hey, you want to help me do the dishes? And Jack's like, sure, I'll help you. And then ding dong, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as they go into the kitchen, Furley is at the door and he remembers what he came up to tell them that rent is <sighs> 10 days overdue but he also had to have it written down they what he had it written down in his pocket oh yeah 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 so he wouldn't forget again yeah. and he said but seeing what they've what they've been through they should they can forget about it just forget it and Chrissy's like, oh, Mr. Furley. And he says, until tomorrow. <laughs> oh. And he, he storms out. Oh, boy. And that's the end. 
Actually, I gotta say, I thought the writing was on this episode, and I think finally, like we've got you know again higher stakes. Mm -hmm. Every episode where we've had like something really going on, it it really you know drives the episode forward, Um, and I really appreciated that about this episode. Um, But it did get a little intense when they were very special episoding at each other in the living room, Jack and Janet, and I was like, whoa, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was getting pretty heated. Yeah, I'm going to give this one yeah. for the yeah. tight writing and uh, some of the best uh, double entendre, you know, double t- jokes. Um, I'm going to give this one out of four Dominomini Boos. I'm going to give it 3.83 Dominomini Boos. Super fun. Super fun. Whoa. Wow. Four. All right. Okay, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it... Oh, it was very special. Whoa! Three and three quarter stars. Three quarter stars. Out of four? Yeah. I'm gonna give it four and a quarter stars. Wow. Four and a quarter We have completely. Wow. That's pretty impressive. For you. I don't know. I think Tucker is the most generous of the three of us. Yep. Usually, this was a good one. Yeah, this was a, it's good, a good one. one. We all really like this one. This one has a wow. Yeah, no Larry and no Bob ranking on IMG. IMG. I don't know means or anything. I mean, and you know, not that I, I love Larry. We are, and Lana's fine. Are we going to even but see Lana anymore? We don't need all of them all the time, and this proves it. True, yeah, like but that's because they just don't know how to. Was a little bit more. But they don't have like clear yeah. roles. Absolutely, like, you know, every episode proof. of Friends, you saw every character on Friends. Yeah, yeah, all six of them. Oh, really? It's a lot. It's all stuff. Um. <laughs> so, all right. I'm looking right at them. Gaze deep into your balls. Oh, balls. I'll say they, they need a scrubbing, I'll tell you that. All right. Air them down. <laughs> Things are foggy. Next the week's episode shark? is called The Lone Shark. Oh, oh. <laughs> the Lone Shark. Oh. Not the Cologne Shark. I, was like, that was I a wish it was the Cologne Shark. Oh, okay, the Lone Shark. Oh, boy. Um, the Cologne Shark. All right, I'm going to say that um, Jack is coming up a little short on making rent and tuition and, um, you know, he he's not taking his girl out to the best places. So in order to, you know, have a little bit more cash, he takes money out from this guy he meets at the Regal Beagle, who he doesn't know is a loan shark. Takes, takes okay. out a loan. Yeah. So Larry encourages him, but shark. feels bad when the guy starts putting okay. the screws to Jack. So he gets Lana to make a move on this guy at the apartment to try to talk him out of forgiving the debt, Jack's debt. But when Furley walks in, he thinks it's a Roman orgy and threatens to kick them all out. (laughs) 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 Oh, those old Roman orgies. I mean, no good ever comes from them, you know? Just a big bowl of quaaludes and... Well, I'll tell you what they serve afterwards is Viennetta. Yeah, that gets people <laughs> really in the mood. Mm, play that saxophone. Yeah, Viennetta. <laughs> the only problem is... And then you have to watch the commercial to know what the only problem is. It's empty bowls. They never say it. Just say empty bowls. Yes, all That's these empty bowls. It's all these people with their Viennetta. 
<laughs> just say it. Just say it. Just say, say the problem. Just say what the problem is. Another great episode. Well, well, kids, we've done it. What should we? What you what want is we... something that tastes like shit, so you don't have this empty bowl problem. That's what they're implying. Oh, I feel like they're like, oh, like only you keep your dishes clean. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I'm going to say that, uh, <laughs> heck yeah, Vianetta, delicious. We should toast to the, Vianetta. Oh, yeah. The, to Vianetta. Let's all, let's let's all get make one. a pledge that we'll, oh, we'll, boy. we'll keep our eyes open. Cheers. And we'll find Vianetta. Yeah. You can do this. Cheers. Cheers.